eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. On Fantasy Football Today in 5, we're profiling Michael Thomas. Yes, Michael Thomas was the number one wide receiver in fantasy just three seasons ago. Historic season for him. And we have barely seen him since. And Jacob asked me before we got on the show, do you have any thoughts on Michael Thomas? He is the most recent player that I drafted in the Scott Fishbowl. I drafted him about three hours ago. So I am all in on Michael Thomas. I'm on 100% of my rosters. Uh, So I'm hoping for good things. What can you tell me about Michael Thomas? I'm not all in. That is scary. But uh, (laughs) I I think if Thomas is healthy, uh, there are definitely reasons to be excited. Uh, The first thing I want to get into is his splits with Drew Brees on and off um, the field. I think, you know, people generally like expect him to be, you know, see a, a, a big, you know, drop in his numbers because he's lost Drew Brees. You know, I think a lot of people think that Brees really, you know, elevated Thomas's uh, efficiency and like really was, you know, kind of the reason he was a wide receiver one. Um, but that's not what I found. Uh, so Brees played every game in 2016 and 17. So we're going to be looking at 2018, 19 and 20. Uh, during that time, Thomas ran 380 routes without Drew Brees at quarterback. Um, typically the route total that I use to qualify receivers is 350 uh, in a season. So it's a, you know, not an insignificant sample size here. Um, Mm -hmm. And in that sample, Thomas has drawn a target on 30% of his routes and averaged 2.7 yards per route run without Drew Brees. Um, With Drew Brees during that time, he has a 29% target per hour run rate and a 2.7 yard per hour run rate. So nearly identical. Really, Brees has not affected things at all, at least in this sample over the past three years uh, that we've seen Thomas. Um, no, course, you know what? Not just the, the the basic stats. His pace is per game, seventeen game, whatever. With Teddy Bridgewater, with Taysom Hill, elite number one receiver. The only difference is yeah. with Taysom Hill, he didn't catch a touchdown, but he he had a, like a thirty two percent target share, something crazy with Hill. But he has put up numbers no matter who the quarterback is. Yeah, really, all the data that I found suggests that Breeze boosted Alvin Kamara's numbers much more than Thomas. Uh, mm. So I think what you're hitting on there makes a lot of sense. Um, on those routes without Breeze, Thomas ran much deeper routes and saw a uh, almost 20% increase to his average depth of target. Uh, this is something I think you and I actually discussed last offseason, that Thomas's A dot has increased for three straight seasons from 2019 to 2020, 21. Um, and he really had begun to, yeah, 2018 to 2020, right. he really began to dominate the air yardage shares during that time. So when on the field in 2020, Thomas demanded 45% of the available air yards. Um, if you expand that to 2019 uh, for a larger sample size, uh, still 43% of the air yards. Um, only six players had a rate above 43% last year, um, for reference. Um, in 2018, Thomas only saw 31% of the air yards. Um, and that was pretty typical when Drew Brees was around. 
he was in that 30 to 40% range, but we've seen him be able to push up to 40, 45% lately. Um, and really all the data we have suggested that Breeze, you know, he helped him find the end zone more often, pile up catches, but he kind of put a cap on his downfield route running opportunities. And the reason I bring that up is because Thomas has really, really been excellent when he's been allowed to run downfield routes. Um, so since 2018 on routes uh, or on targets that came 10 yards or fewer, um, he was 53% above the league average in terms of yard per route run rate. Um, on targets came 10 to 15 yards in immediate targets. He was 133% above league average, which was the best in the NFL. No one averaged more yards per hour run on intermediate targets since 2018 than Thomas. On 15 plus yards, 71% above league average. So his worst actually was short yardage, which I don't think people realize. Most people think of him as a short yardage weapon, but he's been mm. significantly better when running intermediate and deep routes. Interesting. Okay. And, and Jameis wasn't exactly airing out. He wasn't the Jameis of old, but we know that last year with the Saints, but we know right. that he, he could do that. And and that's the last thing you're going to talk about, Jameis Winston's tendencies. He he did get sort of uh, breezified last year, but what, what can you tell us about Jameis's tendencies? Yeah. So Jameis, obviously we've seen in the past has been somebody who really likes to target a deep and intermediate area of the field, but it wasn't quite the same with New Orleans, um, but he still, you know, was a little bit more aggressive than Drew Brees. Um, and then I just want to focus on his passer rating. So like not only his tendencies in throwing downfield, but how efficient he was when he did, um, uh, over the past three seasons on short passes, he's 14% below, um, the league average on passer rating on deep passes, he's 5% above the league average. And then intermediate where we just talked about Thomas has been the best receiver in the NFL, uh, 18% above the league average. Um, that's where Jameis has been at his best. And so just, it's a. I don't. I don't want to put too much, you know, faith into it because we haven't seen him much over the past couple of seasons, and he has been different with New Orleans than we saw in Tampa Bay. Um, but that has been where he's been his best: intermediate and then deep, and then shorts is worse. Exact same for Michael Thomas. Wow. All right. Seems like a good fit. I. You know, the other thing I said to you before the show was, I feel like if he plays, he's going to be good. I just don't know how much he's going to play. He's been so beat up for two straight seasons. He's twenty nine. I, I can't think of a comp really. I can't think of a. Uh, you know, all pro receiver who's missed uh, all but seven games over two seasons, sat out a full season, came back with a new quarterback, a new head coach. It's such a unique situation. They added Chris Olave. They already added Jarvis Landry. But I think, you know, I still think he's going to be really good if he plays. Just hope he can be healthy. All right, Jacob, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday on Fantasy Football Today. Bye.